afternoon, or perhaps even evening. Even evening. Even evening? E- even, yeah. I don't like that. Even evening. Anyway, you are listening to Nonfiction Thoughts, hosted by me, the luscious Luigi, and I'm joined by my co-host. Hello, everyone. I am Birdchild, and I am simply ecstatic. Just absolutely jubilant. To as be am right I. Now. Uh, I think I have a sneaking suspicion as to uh, the cause of your jubilation. And what's that? I believe, uh, I believe it may introduce itself soon. Would you like to introduce yourself, cause of my jubilation? I would love to introduce myself Woo-hoo! as Clutch here, here, here on the Nonfiction Thoughts podcast. Clutch, it is so great to have you on after we've, we've, talked about you probably every other episode yeah. since we started yeah i do i listen um quite often and whenever i'm brought up it is it is a very happy moment oh i listen and i'm like i'm like oh they're talking about me well now <laughs> you're talking and now i am talking about me <laughs> on the podcast wow. about the podcast how does it feel is it kind of meta uh, I was gonna say this must be incredibly meta for you. It, you know, it really is. It it always is listening to this podcast because I do <laughs> know you people personally. Yeah, <laughs> and so I hear stories you guys uh, tell, Luigi especially, and I'm just like, I am either part of that story or <laughs> I I know all of the people in this story and have heard this story before. Wow. So you know, it's really just a wonderful thing. Quite a joy. It's a pleasure, Absolutely. really. I could imagine that's like when you hear that, it's like, ooh, it's like a, like almost like you're a celebrity. Mm. <laughs> Not to say that we're a big podcast or anything <laughs> yeah. as of now, but just like you're talked about on the internet. You know mm. what I mean? It's yeah. just kind of a very. Clutch is a very, very, very niche internet micro celebrity. <laughs> just, yeah, just... <laughs> internet pico celebrity. <laughs> I would consider Clutch an internet pico celebrity. I think the. Um... You remember that app, the like Akinator thing? Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> celebrity. Do you think, Do you think you? I would be on there? Probably. <laughs> I would say so. Because <laughs> I remember just always trying to find like the, the most niche yeah, yeah. celebrity yep. as possible to see if, and it, sometimes it would sometimes work. Sometimes it did get yeah. it. Yeah. It, it was pretty fun. There were very few times I could actually beat the Akinator, and I never like hardcore tried. Mm-hmm. But. I do remember that. If I beat it, you mean pick someone who was Yeah, too pick somebody scared. who the Akinator couldn't guess. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, the one time I did see it get beaten was by PewDiePie <laughs> when he picked Black Goku and the Akinator couldn't guess it. Interesting. <laughs> Black Goku doesn't exist. I was, I was just about to say, I, I think there's a little bit of uh, uh, a little bit of chicanery going on there. Mm. Just a touch. Oh, well, it happened. But that's how I beat it. Mm-hmm. And by beat it, I'm putting up heavy air quotes right now. Did you did you make it guess someone who doesn't exist? Black Goku. <laughs> <laughs> I see. You just copy PewDiePie. You just copy. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. I wanted my victory, and I was stopping at nothing to get it. You know what I think would be an interesting exercise that I've never tried, but I've only I'm only just now in this moment thinking of. What's that? Just pick random answers and see who it guesses. Oh, that would be mm. fun. Or like, I, I have tried that when I was younger. Really? I did try that. And the answer it gave me was, you are picking random answers. No way. Yes. That's incredible. So did it actually guess or was it just like you're giving random answers and stop? Uh, it, it just like it stopped me all of a sudden. And, it, and the Akinator guy was just like, you're giving me random answers. Like th- that is wow. what you're doing. That's incredible. <laughs> That's I mean. The I Akinator's guess unbeatable. Maybe that's not hard to to put in to implement, but still, I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, honestly, it's probably just like you get two contradictory answers. Mm-hmm. Right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if there might be a timer, like if you just go bam, 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 yeah, bam, yeah, bam, it's like you're not right. these questions. Yeah. <laughs> you're just an idiot. Yeah, or like if you yeah. always pick yes or always pick no, it was right. like yeah, it's, it it's knew. yeah, it, it's it probably. Knew. That's not as complicated as we think it that's is. That's still pretty cool. I mean, that's really just like an early form of the AI that we have now. Like, if yeah. you think about it, like that was like the a, a, that was just the Chat GPT model. back yeah. just a large in model. like 2016 or whenever. I was about to say if we had Akinator meets Chat GPT now, <laughs> yeah, like how insane that would be. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the implications it would be, but like they are slightly different in that the Akinator is just a database of tags. Yeah. And he, he matches tags. 
Um, but yeah, no, it's similar. Yeah. Could we get chat GPT to like be the Akinator though? I feel like that's a you good could question. Definitely you could probably, probably do that. probe it probably just right could. and it would mm-hmm. end up being the Akinator. You, you could prompt it and say, we're, we're going to play a game. <clears throat> are you, fam- yeah. you, you might even just be able to say, are you familiar with Akinator? And if it says yes, which it probably is, mm-hmm. you just say, we're going to do that. Right. But I don't know. Because the problem with that, mm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Because <clears throat> part of the reason is, part of the reason the Akinator is so interesting is because it feigns a thinking model. Mm-hmm. When we, no such thinking model exists. We only have language prediction mo- models. Right. For example, with GPT-3, um, there's no thought. It's just like it, it can't imagine something. It's just in language. So, for example, if, if I tell you, imagine you have a red block on a table, right? Mm-hmm. And on top of that red block, you stack an orange block. Mm-hmm. And then maybe on top of that orange block, you stack a yellow block. If you put a blue block next to the orange block, what happens? You... It falls. I'm sorry, I missed. I missed the setup because <laughs> it's in the air, right? Oh yeah, it's in the air. Okay, so it just falls. Yes, it just falls to the ground. But 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 GPT three doesn't know that. Like it it can't imagine it has blocks. Minecraft gravity. Right. It, like it's just, like it doesn't really know. Like, yeah, it yeah. has Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, it it doesn't like it can't imagine a physical realm. And what's interesting about GPT four is that even though it is so much more developed and so much better, uh, for lack of a better word, in almost every way than GPT-3, is it still can't quite grasp those, quote, easy sort of cognitive tests. So, for example, this, this one was very fascinating for me um, to watch. I want you to name every consonant that follows a vowel in the alphabet. Uh, B. F. Uh, J. Yeah. O. P. Mm-hmm. V. Yeah. And sometimes. Why? But Z. After, Z. Yeah, Z. <laughs> but GPT four can't do that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I I saw someone try and it said C comes after A. No, it doesn't. <laughs> oh <laughs> and yeah. And like you know, M comes after uh, no. So, like, it's just really interesting mm. because it's just predictive. It's right. just predictive. That's all it is. It's it's really, really good at prediction, but it can't, like, think, per se. Yeah. And I find that very interesting. Honestly, what I think I find a little bit more interesting, that people go to chat GPT and just ask it to do things for them, mm-hmm. knowing that it's a prediction model. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys. It just kind of boggles my mind a little bit. It's just like... Oh, I asked ChatGPT some for advice on this thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're asking a robot. What? Yeah, <laughs> but it's usually pretty sound. Well, it's really just a it's just a better search engine. Like it's a it's just essentially a, it's like a personalized <laughs> Google <laughs> right. that you can really just type like a very specific set of keywords into it, and you'll get back like a very concise Google answer. Mm. You get the answer you want to hear yeah. in the in the manner that you want it presented. Mm. This is. This is, but um, I don't know, it just feels odd to me. It, it is, yeah, it's strange. <clears throat> I think my brother explained it to me pretty well. Uh, Clutch, if you don't know, my brother studies this, mm-hmm. like that's his, that's his, his doctor's uh, dissertation. Um, and he says it's GPT is, is figuring out who to be, who to imitate, right? So if you, if you ask it about, you know, Bach or something. It'll figure out who it's supposed to be, say, a music historian, and then it'll be that for you, right? So it's like, um, you know how Google sometimes has the auto, auto result, like, you know, when did Queen Elizabeth die? And it'll just have the answer right. for you. Yeah. yeah, That's basically a m- much more, that's a much simpler, it's the same concept. It, it's figuring out where to draw that from, and it draws it from there. and the GPT models figure out where to draw, you know, for example, write a poem about, or write a, write a song in the style of Bob Dylan about clutch, right? Mm. It'll draw on 
Clutch's biography. I'm going to be Clutch. I'm going to be Clutch's parents. I'm going to be the historians that study Clutch. And then it'll, it'll draw, I'm going to be Bob Dylan. I'm going to be the historians who study Bob Dylan and the musicologists. I'm going to be walking very cold. I'm going to be, yeah, I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to have my shoulders really high up in, in a, a scarf, small jacket, a very small jacket that I'm tugging across myself. It'll, it'll, it'll put all those together and it'll be all those people at once and it'll mm -hmm. figure out which elements of those people to be. And it'll just, it'll just predict what they would sound like. And then that's, that's your answer. Yeah. Pretty interesting. It is. Fascinating stuff. Wow. Fascinating rhythm. You got me on the go. Fascinating rhythm. I'm all over the bird. Do you understand that reference? I don't. Oh, what a okay. mess you're making. My neighbors want to know why I'm always shaking just like a flipper. Oh, how uh, I long to be the man that I used to be. That's all. <laughs> nice. I'll take a bow now. Okay. <laughs> you can't see people <laughs> listening, but I'm, I'm bowing. Maybe a little curtsy, perhaps. Mm. Yeah, thank you. Uproarious applause. Anyway, yeah. uh, last night, Clutch came over here mm -hmm. for uh, an N64 game night with, oh, our, with our other friend. How exciting. Maximilian Pegasus. Of course. And uh, we didn't play a single N64 game. We did not. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, we, we hung out on the couch, all three of us, on one couch. All right. And then we just stood and sat in a circle talking mm -hmm. and i have to say it was one of the most dude bro moments of my life dude bro it mm -hmm. was wow. just the boys yeah in a circle we yeah. were really just brothers speaking yeah. honestly it was yeah. it was like plato aristotle and socrates <laughs> wow. in room. incredible you know at first i was gonna make fun of you like wow that's kind of weird and then i remembered not three days ago i went and had poker night in heavy air quotes, and we did not play a single game of poker. <laughs> and it was just the fellows, but we were all not only sitting together, but sitting together in a circle in a hot tub. So <laughs> I can't really I can't really make fun of you on that one. Dang, hot tub. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was it was really nice. I wow. can imagine. Have Very you nice. have you guys ever been in a winter hot tub? I haven't. I like, really want to try that. I really oh, want to try. Yeah. I I like. I think it's something you have to do at least once. Like if the opportunity watch. presents itself and you say no, like you're insane. You're ridiculous. But like, I, I, man, getting out of that hot tub to. must oh. be the absolute oh. worst. Just uh, oh. once you're in, like you can't leave. You, it's like Hotel doomed. California. Yeah, you're just absolutely you're you're trapped. Oh God. Well, it's, there's that whole thing's like you sit in a sauna, and then you leave the sauna and go into an ice bath. Yeah. And it's just oh, like yeah. that when you're finished doing that is just like a oh. different experience. Like you're just not on this planet. Your body <laughs> is like transcended other, like oh. to another world. Oh man. You're, you're speed running astral projection. <laughs> yeah. I would be happy with ice bath then into the sauna. Mm. Honestly, I think I'd rather do it the other way. Really? And here's why. If you ever taken like a nice like the burning sensation? No, it's it's actually just like when the water's really really hot uh -huh. or you're in a really really hot room, I just get hot. Like I start to sweat. Like I've been in the bath before and I'll sweat <laughs> just cuz the water is really hot. And yeah. then I jump and I take a cold shower. Okay, that's fair. And it's amazing I feel because like, I'm already like really hot. Yeah, it yeah. just cools me down. I feel like there's a difference though between a cool shower and an ice bath. Mm. I'm not taking like a cool shower. Like I'm not talking lukewarm. Like I flip that to the absolute coldest it will really? go. Really? Yeah. Wow. I like cool showers. Like a nice rain. Like the temperature of a nice summer rain. It just feels like I'm getting spit on. <laughs> so I like that's a lot of spit. like a, like a warm rain is just kind of like ugh. No, no. Yeah, I would actually. I would much prefer a very cold shower over a very hot shower. Like if I, I if I, I have a warm. Like if I if I set it closer to the hottest setting possible uh -huh. rather than closer to the coldest setting possible, like I am happier with the colder setting. Really? Yeah. That's one hundred percent. Yeah. I mean I like I like hot showers, but I definitely consider a, a cool one to be extremely refreshing. But a cold Absolutely. one mm -hmm. I, I, I just I don't know. I just love the, the cold 
water coming down your face and you just have to focus on your breathing because it really sucks like it's yeah. not fun yeah to have a so, really cold shower well i mean well it can be like it can yeah. be really enjoyable if you're wim hof mm-hmm. oh yeah but if you really just breathe if you really just breathe under the water um how do you breathe underwater <laughs> well under under the shower is built differently yeah, no i actually can breathe underwater <laughs> so i have actually done the wim hof method and then gotten into an ice cold shower mm-hmm it doesn't feel cold. Yeah. It's like lukewarm. It's pretty crazy how how well it actually mm-hmm. works. The Wim Hof the Wim Hof method breathing. I I love doing it. I know it's like it's, it's really cool. you hear about it and you hear like I I heard about it from my father. He told me like, "Oh, you have to try this." And I was like, "Okay, whatever." He was like, "It's like I tried it and it was just like a different kind of experience." Yeah. Um and like your body just like tingles. Yeah. And I tried yep. it and I was like, "How does that happen?" Like yeah. like controlling the oxygen flow i mm-hmm. guess in your body yep. really just like yep, yep, changes yep. so much about how your body feels it's pretty crazy yeah i forget the exact science behind how it works but it like essentially reduces all of the the carbon dioxide mm. stores in your body like you completely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you breathe most of it out which is actually how your body tells you you need to breathe it's not a laxogen yeah. it's a buildup of carbon yep, dioxide yep, yep. and that's why when you do it you can hold your breath for like two and a half minutes or whatever because there's just mm-hmm. no carbon dioxide in yeah. your body. Yeah, there was a time I was doing it for like weeks. Like mm-hmm. I would do it like at least three times a week and I would do wow. it a lot. And it was like I was getting up to like four minutes of holding my breath. Wow. Yeah. That's Dang. Cool. Yeah. That's crazy. It was awesome. Ooh. Yeah. I think the most I got was three. Yeah, I, I was but... in like the three minute area. Okay, I was getting yeah. close to four. Yeah. Okay. Impressive. Mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy. Especially when you, you had a night of just absolutely god-awful sleep. Like, you woke up three times, or you woke up at, like, four in the morning, Oof. or two. I did that during COVID a lot. I would just wake up at two in the morning. Yikes. It's pretty bad. Anyway, you do the Wim Hof breathing, and kind of, it's like slapping a really good Band-Aid hmm. over a wound, so you can make it through till the night and not screw up your sleep. Interesting. Yeah, huh. I've, u- I've used it to fall asleep before. It doesn't wow. Oh, to fall asleep? To fall asleep, I've used really? it, yeah. I feel yeah, like it, it does actually. That feels like because sometimes I just energize I mean, yeah. myself. Yeah, but I've also used it to fall asleep. It's just it depends on your mindset. I guess yeah, you can no, kind of use absolutely. it for whatever you want to do. I, I, I think a hundred percent. Yeah, I feel like a lot of that whole meditation and mindfulness and breathing and breath focus and all that. It's just it's mostly I maybe not mostly, but a very very substantive part of it. I think it's mindset. Mm. It's just what you make of it, right? You, I think you have a pretty good point there. It's your mind, you know, really does. It's all in the mind. Mm-hmm. Quote from Clutch, have you seen the Beatles Yellow Submarine movie? I have seen it when I was a little kid. I watched it all the time. <laughs> I don't remember it very well. I do I do remember the scene with uh, the Nowhere Man scene. Yeah. Where they're in like, I think it's just like a white nothingness. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I remember that scene very yeah. well. But um, <clears throat> in the in the beginning, there's a, when, when, <laughs> when, Young Fred, who's the submarine captain from uh, Pepperland, is rounding up the Beatles, <laughs> um, he, and they find uh, they find uh, I forget I think John after they found George after they found them all, uh, John goes it's all in the mind and uh, Ryan O'Kirk and I quote that a lot. Mm, yes, I I would expect that. <laughs> <laughs> the Yellow Submarine movie is a very very strange one. I haven't seen it. It's you can't. I feel like it's impossible to watch sober. Even if you are sober, when you watch it, you're like, I'm not sober yeah, right exactly. now. <laughs> it's just that kind of movie. It just is a drug. It just is a drug yeah. in and of itself. It's wild. It's a very strange experience. Yeah, no, I used to watch it all the time. I, I have to watch I feel it like again. That explains a lot. Yeah, I, need I was to re- just about to say, I was going to say that, but I didn't want to seem rude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know. Like, I don't remember it that well. I do remember, like, them being in the submarine and like their their heads are like poking out of the windows or something yeah Yeah. no it's it's just i feel like it kind of formulated a sort of just (laughs) it it has like a playfulness to it It does like it's very extremely childish it's very 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 so it it kind of works for a child to be watching no absolutely absolutely i agree but i just i love the concept of it so much like you're you're a (laughs) a decorated war hero right you're you're a submarine Mm -hmm. captain and terrorists invade your homeland 
and you know they're wreaking havoc on your people mm-hmm. and you just don't have the bandwidth you don't have the force to stop them so the retired submarine captain the general or uh, admiral i guess technically he uh he makes you go and find help and you go and you travel through dimensions and through corporeal layers strata and you get help and you you come back and who do you bring <laughs> The Beatles. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I got the Beatles, and they're gonna help us. Like, help. We're under attack. They're they're terrorists. They're 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 raiding our land. Get help. Okay. Did you get help? Yeah. Who'd you bring? The Beatles. <laughs> what? To be fair, it does make sense because because the Blue Meanies, they're not just like Al Qaeda or something. Their their weakness is music and joy. So it does make sense that you oh, would right. the Beatles, but in context, in context, yes. But from from a bird's eye view, from you know twenty thousand feet, it's a little strange. Mm. <laughs> I kind of want to watch that movie just so I can understand whenever it comes up. Like, is this a, a movie you have to watch with people, or do you watch this alone? That's a really good question. If you watch it alone, you're probably going to lose part of your gray matter <laughs> like <laughs> like like not not in a medical sense just like a sort of um you're gonna lose your a bit of yourself like you're gonna go a little crazy i don't know maybe yeah it would definitely be a very interesting experience watching it by yourself like you would need to be I've, very comfortable with yeah, just right. watching it like it's i mean it's <laughs> I've we've we've said it once and I'm gonna say it again. It's like a drug, like it's like a drug trip. So, go, go, <laughs> this is for for anyone listening. Go into watching the Yellow Submarine movie the same way you would approach like dropping tabs or something. <laughs> like like okay, are you comfortable? Like, do you have your water? Like, do you have someone you can call in yeah. case you get scared? Yeah. Like, like it's a whole it's a whole setup. Like, do you want to do it alone? Like, you can, but you know. You might want someone there with you. you know? <laughs> like it's it's the same kind of experience. It's really weird. That's what an just odd my two cents. Film. Yeah. So when did it come out? Nineteen sixty-nine, eight or nine. And it's all animated, right? It's all yeah. It's all like Dang. that old, really old cell animation. Cell animation. That's yeah. cool. I kind of now I really want to watch. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. It's a really weird art style. Really cool. Very trippy. Very 60s, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Makes feel sense. like you could have probably figured that one out by now. But uh, yeah, no. It's a lot of fun. I believe it. There are also... Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you okay? <laughs> I had a really big breakfast. <laughs> what did you have? Please enlighten us. So, so for breakfast, I had a uh, nice slice, two slices of bread. Okay. Garlic bread. Not oh. true garlic bread, but like bread with bread garlic, with garlic baked in. Okay, wow. Very good. That's pretty fancy. I had some cauliflower that I roasted up the other night. Nice. Two sunny side up eggs and a piece of thin sliced chicken breast that I blackened. Wow. Also the other night. That's an exquisite breakfast. So I, I, I slipped the chicken over top of a slice of bread with the egg on top. Goodness gracious. And finished with some pepper. Wow. Oh my That's a lot God, of flavor. Was, that's a lot of flavor. So like, good. How how soon after you woke woke up did you yeah, eat yeah, this? Yeah, because yeah. it's like you can only take so much flavor so early in the morning, I feel <laughs> yeah. like, for me personally. I, I think my flavor tolerance for food in the morning is much higher than the average person. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would can make you, sense. Can you give us a timeline of this? So when did you wake up and okay. when did you take your first bite? So I woke up probably around 7.30. But I refuse to actually get up. Everyone, I just like to point that out. Seven thirty on a Saturday. I uh, I wake up always early, and I'm trying to sleep in until eight o'clock. So I very angrily went back. I went back to sleep in quotes, and by Uh, that I mean I closed my eyes and tried to go back to sleep. Uh, So then I I woke up about seven fifty, and I was like, okay, time to start rolling because we got to record soon. Mm. So I jumped in the shower. And then about 8.30, I came down here to set up all of the mics and everything. Mm-hmm. And then I went up, and I cooked my breakfast right about 9 o'clock. I ate, okay. finished up at 9.30. Okay. So, and then I went for a walk. Yeah. So about an hour. That That's perfectly reasonable, in my opinion. I think that's a very reasonable time. Yeah, no, me too. That makes sense. 
Um, I would be able to do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guess what, Luigi? Chicken butt? I had last night. What did you have last night? A very, very special treat that I think you and I would appreciate. Clutch probably as well. I don't know for certain, I'm assuming, because I feel like you have good taste. I'm enticed. But Luigi, I know for a fact that... Uh, I'm quite literally on the edge of my seat right now, so... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you are. I had fresh, fresh, oh, fresh. I know where this is going. I cannot emphasize this enough. Fresh strawberries. Yes! They were exceptional. They were probably some of the best strawberries I've ever had in my life. That's amazing. I mean, they were picked, like, that morning. Oh, dude. And just... Oh, it was incredible. That just, sounds just fantastic. Just scoop them up. They were all perfect, too. They were all beautiful. Like, no no weird deformations. Just all the perfect size. Beautiful. Just pick them up. Ow. I am them. It was incredible. Clutch, they, were, they were delicious. You're a strawberry fan, aren't you? I do like strawberries, actually, yeah, very much. Good. Should have brought some to share. I should have. I actually. I think my dad ate them all. <laughs> when I was younger, I used to like strawberries a little bit too much no. <laughs> because I would eat. Just put them in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I thought this was going. No, that is what it sounded like. <laughs> Just a so touch. <laughs> no, because I ate so many of them. I think I was like six years old, and my mom brought home like some produce, and she had like probably like four cartons of like fresh straw like yeah. strawberries right and i was like i am about to tear into these <laughs> strawberries six year old clutch was ready to go so my 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 parents and like i think they had some people over were in the other room just like talking and doing whatever <laughs> oh, and i was in the kitchen on the side of the counter just eating and then <laughs> just strawberries for I, I don't even know how long and i remember my mom coming in and she was like, she was like, Clutch, how many strawberries did you eat? I, I had all of these cartons and you've eaten so many. And then she, she looked at my skin and I broke out in hives because oh, I'd eaten so many. No. It's like, I guess the sugar or whatever, Jesus. the bacteria, and it just caused me to break out in hives. So I had to take like an oatmeal bath or whatever. And I just had such a vivid memory that I think of so much as a kid. And then my wow. mom for a while, like thought I was allergic to strawberries. Yeah. She was like, are you allergic to strawberries? And she told the school. <laughs> about it and like the school in like lunch and everything like mm -hmm. elementary school i think or maybe a little bit younger than that was um just like they were they thought i had a, a strawberry allergy yeah so anytime i would go to lunch and like have something with strawberries <laughs> yeah. on it they'd be like oh you can't have this and then i was like wait no because i was a little kid i didn't know how to explain to yeah, them that yeah, i wasn't yeah. allergic to strawberries <laughs> i was like no one time i just ate them and i broke out like like my skin my skin got all itchy and they were like yeah you're allergic to strawberries <laughs> That's awful. That's so unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, it really made me very angry as a kid because yeah, I was like, no. I want because I love strawberries. Yeah, and clearly. I knew I wasn't allergic because I understood what happened, but I didn't yeah. know how to communicate. That's it. so funny. Yeah. That's hilarious. Mm -hmm. That so, is interesting. Wow. When did your strawberry allergy in quotes clear up? Uh, like when did the school stop denying I think, you? Your, I honestly your guy was about, right to have strawberries. It was about like third or fourth grade. Like it was, I was like. All throughout elementary school, I remember this being a problem. It was about, like, third or fourth grade that I had to, like, tell my mom about it. I was like, Mom, can you explain to them? Like, I don't know how to tell them, but, like, I'm not allergic to strawberries. And I want, like, it was, like, strawberry milk. I would want to yeah, drink yeah, strawberry yeah. milk. And I was just like, I, I really want this. And you had to explain to them. And so my mom just had to, like, call the school. I guess I don't really remember. That's funny. But, yeah, no. I, I'm a I'm a free man now. I can yeah. Do <laughs> you can do what you want. Yeah. Freedom. You can eat those as many strawberries as you want again hmm. once more okay so now my other question did you eat all four cartons of those strawberries like were they all in your <laughs> in your tiny stomach as a, a seven-year-old i definitely remember feeling my my stomach like being full like yeah. i could and i would look at it like i remember being little like i don't know how, how old i was i'm just saying six because it feels about right yeah but um like my my tummy was like full of fruit, firm. Like I, like it was round full and of firm, and full of strawberries. And it's just the corner of the like they were stacked on like the corner of the counter, so I could like just barely reach them. Yeah, right. And so it was like tall. Like, <laughs> like I remember, a dog. I remember being like <laughs> almost. Yeah, like I can remember 
being almost threatened by the tower because I was small <laughs> and it was like four or so cartons. Uh-huh. And I think I ate like most of them. Like it was probably down to like the last carton. Wow. I think. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. My question: What is an oatmeal bath? Uh, I I'm pretty sure I'm not sure if maybe I'm misremembering, but like. I'm I'm not a, I'm not a doctor or anything I don't know but um <laughs> like when you break out in hives I think you need to take like some sort of like you need to take a bath in like some sort of substance okay maybe it's not oatmeal but maybe it's some like oatmeal based like powder like you put in oats and you put like oats, oats in like warm yeah. water and you wow. stir it around or maybe yeah. it's like I didn't know that some sort of lotion and sure, stuff sure. too yeah oatmeal is really good for your skin so I yeah. hear what? so I, I think that's why wow that helps huh. draw out some toxins whatever's making you break out it's like <laughs> oh your phone's wet put it in rice oh your son <laughs> ate too many strawberries <laughs> put him in some oatmeal <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> huh wow mm-hmm. well there you go what a tale for the ages really this is gonna go down in yeah. non-fiction thoughts history it now. will i'm yeah. so excited Clutch I, will become this this is a this is gonna be a section of your wikipedia page yeah. oh, <laughs> wow. just a footnote this is gonna yeah. be a whole section early life education <laughs> strawberry incident <laughs> the clutch strawberry incident <laughs> followed by all of your band endeavors Mm, yes. And your your guitaring and yeah. music playing. Musicianship. As, Maybe one day I'll be known for that, yes. That would be fantastic. That would be really cool. Because mm-hmm. then we could say on nonfiction thoughts that we know. Yeah. We know Clutch, the guitarist. Mm-hmm. Clutch Rango. Clutch Rango. Middle name Rango. Rango. That movie's coming off of Netflix, by the way. Quick side note. Wow. I That's saw that, yeah, the other day you texted me. I did, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw it, and I was infuriated. Yeah, I good. Know. You it's should really be. a tragedy. Mm-hmm. I think you guys have talked about, I think one of the earlier episodes when you guys were talking about movies, you brought up Rango. Yes. And yep. then you guys mentioned that I am an avid fan of, yeah. of Clutch, the 2011 Clutch film Rango. Rango starring Johnny Depp. Yep. Um, no, yeah, it's a great film. It really is. Yeah. Nickelodeon Studios. Mm-hmm. Really interesting. Yes. Coming out, of the, coming out of left field with that one. Really yeah. appreciate it, though. Just a little unexpected. Mm-hmm. But a very pleasant surprise. Absolutely. To say the least. Actually, uh, Ms. Ms. Luigi watched that last night. Yes. And I, I had hyped this movie up to her, and I was like, you need to watch this movie. This <laughs> movie's great. amazing. I'm so glad to hear that. And she goes, I watched Rango. And I said, so what'd you think? And she goes, you could write an essay on that film. <laughs> so true. And that was all I needed to hear. Yeah. And it has like, been done is, well, I know people who have done it. <laughs> yeah, 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 personally. It's uh Great movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was a tangent. What I wanted to ask about was your, your guitaring mm-hmm. clutch. Mm-hmm. How did you begin playing guitar? Because I remember you told me one time, I think, but it was through like a bit we were doing. <laughs> right. About you, you crying and how you thought Green Day was really cool because that was the first thing you learned. Yeah. And I wasn't sure if that was a joke or not. Yeah. I'm not sure what the crying part is. <laughs> I, I forget why. I think it was because I said Green Day is kind of mid. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Well, I used to love But, I mean, so it begins... Um, when I was pretty young, I was maybe like eight, maybe younger than that, maybe even six again. Maybe this is the same year I was <laughs> breaking out in hives the with strawberries. strawberries. <laughs> but uh, I w- I took um lessons with someone that my parents knew, um, that was like in the school district that mm-hmm. we went to. I was pretty young, so I was just kind of like learning chords and everything, and yeah. my fingers hurt. I couldn't figure it out, <laughs> mm-hmm. and fingers. I just I gave up because I was just like this. Because I thought guitar was so cool. I mean, I loved crazy train by ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> like i would hear that song and i would be Burn like up. i want to play that Burn Burn as a little kid yes Burn exactly I, thank I, you i was hoping someone would. <laughs> uh but um so i think at some point i told little me told the guitar teacher that i was with to uh teach me that song <laughs> and he was like uh yeah maybe <laughs> we'll see because uh you know, I wasn't very good at the time. So then I ended up just kind of giving up because I never practiced and I was too young and I was uninterested. Yeah. But then years later, I think it was maybe fifth grade, um, I started getting into just more like rock music. Like I kind of stopped. I was When I was very young, I really liked music. Like mm-hmm. like Ozzy Osbourne was <laughs> like, I just remembered loving Crazy Train. And like, like uh, um, what's the other one by... Uh, uh, carry on wayward son yeah like i remember being like yeah this song is awesome as well. yeah. <laughs> um and so it just i just had like an affinity for rock music mm-hmm. but then after a while it's like i kind of listened to the radio more and then i was like i listened to like some rap 
and I just kind of didn't care about music for like mm-hmm. for like a period of time. But then, um, like my older brother would uh put on some like maybe some Green Day or something like that, mm-hmm. just more right. like it was it was just kind of like beginner level like pop punk maybe yeah uh just kind of stuff with guitars and drums and bass and stuff <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was like rock music right. generally and i uh really just fell in love with it and i loved green day so much i listened to all their albums i knew like pretty much their whole discography at that point so i was like i want to be like billy joe armstrong and i want to play guitar and make cool songs so i told my mom to sign me up for some lessons again and I met, um, it took a couple tries, I think. I, I uh, didn't really match with one. It was just some old lady who was like kind <laughs> yeah, of teaching okay. me, like, if you put Very your finger, conducive. if you put your finger on the first fret of the E string, you get an F note. And then if you put your first finger on the second fret of the E string, you get a G or a, an F sharp. Yeah. So it's just, it was like boring. So yeah. then I went to, my mom looked around some more and then found this guy uh, in another area where we live who was like, yeah, I love rock music. Yeah. Like, I'm ready to teach your kid. Like, come, like, bring him over whenever. We can do some electric guitar. Like, he was just the coolest guy ever. So I went, and I mean, I took lessons from him from probably fifth grade, I think, up until senior year of high school. Wow. That's pretty That's cool. Awesome. Yeah, so it was great. He's just, he's a good buddy of mine. Actually, tonight, I'm going to his band's first album release party. Nice. Yeah, so that's that's pretty awesome. cool. Wow. Full circle. It really is. Yeah, I love that that came up like that. It's really a great it's almost like this was scripted. It's not. <laughs> yeah, it, this was this really is all cool. off the cuff. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean I, I just um I still like he I, I walked I think like the first lesson he was like, what bands do you like? I was like, I like Green Day. And he was like, cool, I can teach you like every Green Day song. Every <laughs> songs are really easy. Like as long as you know power chords. It's like you just need to get that stretch down at first, mm-hmm. and then you can learn any Green Day song. <laughs> so I learned so many Green Day songs, but then eventually he got me into like metal, right. more classic rock stuff, and now I've kind of phased out of my Green Day <laughs> phase. Like I still I like I like the early stuff, but I mean like the rest of it's just kind of music. Yeah. You're in yeah. your yeah. West Montgomery era now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, my George Benson jazz. <laughs> yeah, jazz guitar. No, it's all great. I love I love all playing all types of music. Awesome, mm-hmm. guitar is great. Cool. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Trumpet and guitar player. Yeah, yeah. We should play some uh, some like flamenco or mariachi yeah. sometime. <laughs> I would cool. love that. Flamenco guitar is so interesting. Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's to really just, cool. like look at. Yeah. While we were at college, I took a uh, brief like flamenco dancing class. <laughs> now that is, I, I I'm gonna preface this by saying. Dancing, in, especially in front of other people, is like my absolute worst fear. <laughs> That's really Which is funny. why I always jokingly, ironically dance like so a white person. Because if I were to actually try, I think yeah. I would die. Yeah, that's fair. So I'm kind of in the same boat. I, I went into this class and I was like literally freaking out. I was like starting to breathe really heavy. Mm-hmm. And I ended up dancing with my Spanish teacher's wife. <laughs> <laughs> And she was like trying to pull me through this shit. And I'm like, I can't do this. This is too much. Like, is too I'm much. like freaking out. She goes, no, 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 no. Come here. Come here. We're going to do this. And I'm like, no, I can't. Uncle tapping out. That's, that's, yikes. It was really cool. That's and I'm glad I did it. But oh my God, it was horrible. How, it was how so long was it? it? Was it a full semester? No, it was, uh, it was part of another club. They had like oh, people come in. It was just like a little. It was like an hour okay. session, but it I, felt okay, like okay. three and a half. I thought it was like a class. Like no, a, no. Like a, you sign up on the registrar and like you take that class the semester. I was thinking about it, but I was also like, man, I don't know how many times I could put myself <laughs> yeah, through this. You want to do that for months on end? Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was pretty tough. Anyway, the music was really, really cool. Oh yeah. And the dance was beautiful. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Very. Really cool. I would like to learn it in isolation. Yeah. <laughs> and then maybe with like one or two friends that I would trust not to make fun of. Yeah. <laughs> but it was awesome. No, was yeah. Really I cool. mean, it's a it's really a fascinating thing looking at different cultures, like analyzing that mm-hmm. type of art mm-hmm. with oh, yeah. music and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just, you listen to, I think you guys brought it up from an earlier episode. You guys brought up, I think Japanese jazz, like fusion. Yeah. yeah. And you guys yeah. did mention me. I, I think you mentioned me, <laughs> yeah. Luigi. And it was just like, I was just like, oh, they're going to start talking about like jazz fusion. Yeah. And the conversation didn't last that long, but it was just really cool you guys brought that up. And I just think it's fascinating, like that the Eastern world, like kind of developed like their own kind of like city pop 
mm-hmm. jazz fusion sound, yeah. and it's just like that Japanese like stuff just goes so hard. <laughs> like it is so good. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I think the Japanese music scene. I personally, I love it. I think mm-hmm. I said it before. Yeah, but it's like very similar to all of the things I like. Mm. To like falling in reverse day to remember that kind of like uh, see like post hardcore mm-hmm. like pop punk you know emo ish mm-hmm. sound <laughs> metal getting into metal territory. There's like so much of it that I think is just so gas, right? And it's it's awesome. I yeah, no, it. there are a few Naruto openings. They go so hard. that I have downloaded on Spotify and found. It's I mean it's just straight up like Japanese metal like yeah. post hardcore Japanese music and it's just so good like they they really just they spin it in a direction that's just I feel like it has more emotion like I yeah like you mm-hmm. can really I can't understand the lyrics because I don't understand <laughs> Japanese or speak it at all whatsoever it kind of in a way is like almost more emotional because you can kind of put your own Ooh. stuff into what yeah, they're saying yeah, yeah you don't yeah. understand what that's what really they what the lyrics mean you feel it mm-hmm. yeah. Can, I really like that, how you can sort of just project your own interpretation on it. I feel like that's the charm of a lot of lyricless music, mm. mostly classical. Yeah. But like you can, you, that's the point, is to project your own meaning onto it. So it's really interesting you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Yeah. It's foreign music is great. It's one of my favorite things to mm-hmm. delve into. I especially like, uh, you, you clutch are a, somewhat of a music theorist, I understand. Somewhat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he, d- he dabbles. I love, you know how flamenco, like a lot of the harmony is built from the physical characteristics of the guitar. Mm. Like, like so much of the chords have these upper extensions that are like, well, that's, you know, B and E, like those are the upper strings of the guitar. Right. Like, it's just, ah, I don't know. It's really mm-hmm. cool to, to sort of look at that and analyze and like see the tracks, see like the, the footprints. I don't know. It's really interesting. Of how, how, how those genres Of how develop. those developed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way that they just interpret harmony. Like yeah. everyone interprets it differently. And yeah. when you have a culture that does it a certain way, they do it differently than and another culture. Yes. And even more so, maybe not even more so, but a lot too rhythmically. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like especially in South American and African music. I say African. Africa is a massive continent, but like, you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Certain, certain subsets. How and and Balkan too? How they're always in like five four, like it's a da da yep. da yep. da 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 da. Mm-hmm. Like it, I don't know, it's just really interesting to to look at that and like samba. You know how like they have that sort of like backbeat. Yes. Yep. Like yeah. like it's it's physically you see it in the way that you like shake a shaker for a long time. Like if you just shake it, it's very tiring. But if you shake it in a way that's less tiring you hear that samba rhythm right. and it's just it's yeah. so cool to see it how is, like yeah. these physical things affect the music of different cultures i don't mm-hmm. know it's really fascinating to me it is very fascinating i think i've had a very similar if not the same conversation with our old band director <laughs> um, just like cuz i took his music theory class ap music theory that is and that's not to say that I'm a good music theorist. <laughs> I took AP music theory and Figure I don't even face. know what I Look got. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I, don't even get me started. Just the harmonic dictation, all of that, it was so difficult for me. So I definitely am, I wouldn't like go out and advertise myself as yeah. a music theorist because. But you I, have a pretty substantive background. I, yeah, yeah, because a I did take background. AP music theory. So I know right. like all the terms and everything like that. But, um. Yeah, no, I had a very similar conversation yeah, with the teacher, awesome. and it's just, we have just talked about how, like, interesting it was. The Ed Meister. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that his name on the show? <laughs> well, I, know, I guess it is now. It is now. From now on, it's the Ed Meister. <laughs> the Ed Meister has been deemed. <laughs> Great. The Ed Ward. Meister was a, a fun guy. Yeah. Call him was... Ward. Ward? Ward. Ward or Ed Meister? Ed Meister. Ward the Ed Meister. Ward mm. the, yeah, I like that. That's like a, you... uh, an old title. Like how, um trying to think of something uh like like in fantasy uh you get like an epithet yeah yeah yeah, but but also like that that very germanic uh i'm trying to think there's this one mod for mountain blade warband Mm -hmm. that i'm trying to remember uh there's this very germanic uh faction and the units all have these very germanic names and a lot of them end in like stein and meister and like right you know hoffenbruder dina britter or something and like Edmeister sounds like one of those. <laughs> like, here we have a knight of the Dynabruder, and now we have Ward the Edmeister. <laughs> like, something stupid like that. He would love that too. Yeah. He would be Absolutely. very entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> he needs a B 
big gothic like crusader helmet. Yeah. <laughs> One day, maybe perhaps if we can find a full suit of <laughs> crusader armor, that would be really funny. I think that fake face reveal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just us in crusader armor <laughs> with, the, with the stupid helmet. That would be fun. I think that, that would, would be, be a lot of funny. Fun. You know, it's actually uh not that good of a design. The like the full helm, the Templar helm with the flat top. Mm-hmm. You really shouldn't have a flat mm-hmm. top. Yeah, you want it yeah. kind of pointy so you can glance off the side. Right. Because yeah. if you get an overhead on you, you, it's like a Tom and Jerry. <laughs> like that. Like you're just vibrating and like you're you're just sitting there shaking. That's what it would be like. <laughs> you know what's interesting? Hmm. We kind of don't know exactly how we fought with swords in medieval times. Yeah. Like, those manuscripts and things that we have <laughs> left behind. They look like they were drawn by a six-year-old. <laughs> well, yeah, that's part of the reason we, we don't know, because they, look, they were drawn by the equivalent skill of a six-year-old. There's no depth in them. Mm. And second, because a lot of times they just mm. didn't write them down because that was how people made money. Yeah. You know, like fight masters and stuff. Mm. They would be like, oh, this is my my secret special technique. Yeah, special and they wouldn't sauce. write it down. Yeah. And really, it probably wasn't all that different from everybody else. It was just marketing. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I just think it's fascinating. There's, yeah. a, there's a whole, like, there's so much era of martial arts. That's yeah. Called. Wow. Yeah. I, I've never thought about it that way, but uh, there's so much of history that has just been just yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. Vanished. Vanished. Gone to the void. Lost to the ether. Yeah. Into the void. Into the void. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. 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 For context, our June, no, sophomore year. So, what is yes. that? Three years ago now? I think so. Close to three years ago. Almost. I don't know how old I am. Like three and a half or something. One of the plays that we did was uh, Into the Woods. Well, we. We did. We, we did, did in quotes. In quotes yeah. uh, that was also the year COVID hit. Yeah. So it didn't happen. Yeah, no, it did not. But I'm glad it didn't happen. There yes, it is. It's a very there good thing that it did not happen. <laughs> that was, was going to be a mess. Not ready. Mm. Not at all. Saved by the bell. That mm-hmm. was probably the only thing that, the only thing in any of our lives that COVID happened and we were like, phew, thank God I don't have to do that. <laughs> genuinely i was like we had a week off initially and i was like man if we go back after a week and still have to do into the woods we are screwed yeah yeah because well, then it would just be even worse than it already was yeah which is a pretty impressive because there was a period of time where we were unsure it's like oh like a lot of the people in charge were like oh yeah it's not gonna happen like <laughs> we, we have to cancel it but yeah. then there was like still some fight in some people where it's like we got to do it so it's like on stage crew we would just be working anyway yeah, like and yeah. we were just like i don't know what we're doing we're just gonna do it and we're just gonna work and it just amounted to nothing but you know it's the journey it's the journey it was a journey <laughs> it was yeah it was definitely a journey there was a journey the year after too where yeah oh in junior year that was quite the journey <laughs> I, I think we need to save that yeah i that that's a whole saga yeah okay beans that's a can of worms and a separate can of beans that mm. must be open. That's a whole it's kettle of fish. Mm. I probably, couldn't have said it better myself. It's probably <laughs> one of my least favorite UK slang is kettle of fish. I haven't heard that. What is that slang It's for? just can of worms. Yeah. It's literally just can of worms. Like, that's a whole nother can like of worms. Like kettle of fish. That's like a, a whole nother kettle of fish. What exactly is a kettle? Uh, uh, it's, a, it's a can of worms. Right. Except instead of. Because the fish, like, why are you putting fish in a kettle in the first place? And instead of a can, it's a kettle. I don't know if it's referring to the same kettle that we do. Right. I can't imagine what else it would. Yeah. Refer That's to. what I'm saying. I mean, it's a kettle. It's. I'm. I'm guessing kettle is just sort of a, in this context, is sort of a nondescript vessel. Yeah. So it's it's more of a vessel of fish. Yeah. But at the same time kettle of fish yeah i don't i mean it does make sense you, know what you, it, it, you it, see like, like you imagine the fish like flopping around yeah. <laughs> like, they're... like like kettle cooked like, yeah like a like a dutch oven or something mm. kettle cooked fish <laughs> ew <laughs> I, but yeah <laughs> K- kettle of fish that's uh mm. not not yeah 
What's more appetizing, a can of worms or a kettle of fish? Well, I don't know. I mean, there's no implication that you're going to eat the can of worms. Yeah. So, I like. I guess a kettle of fish, by default. All right. Yeah. I don't know about by default. (laughs) Anyway, honestly, I don't like the the saying. The saying. The saying can of worms. Yeah. Why not? I don't know. It's just kind of. I want something with more punch, but I haven't figured it out yet. That's why I usually use can of beans. I think beans is a little better. Like, because you like, get that, like, that cacophonous buzz sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The nice plosive. I don't really, I didn't hear that from anywhere. I just sort of started saying, like, ah, it's a whole nother can of beans. I don't really want to get into it. <laughs> why don't we say bag of beans? Bag of beans. That's a whole nother bag of beans. <sighs> Don't go there. We can't open up that bag Dude, of beans. Dude, why would you say that? This is just a bag of beans right now. <laughs> <laughs> like a bag of beans. It sounds yeah. so much more no, like I do punchy, like that. you know I what I mean? Know. I feel like it fits better than can of beans. I or feel can like of can of beans suggests like an ordeal. Like a can of beans is something that sits there mm-hmm. and is just like you're looking at it and you're like, I don't want to touch that. But a bag of beans is a little more active, whereas a can of beans I feel like is a little more passive. Mm. Okay. How do you mean active and passive? Like, like... Like, how is the bag more active than the passive Cause, can? Because if the bag, I feel like to me the bag suggests, like, like it can roll towards you. <laughs> like a big bean monster. That's horrifying. See, that's terrifying. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, like this big bean monster. Like, you remember, you remember, do you watch Rick and Morty Clutch? Uh, I've seen it, but I don't watch a whole lot of it. Okay, no. do, do either of you know Million Ants? Uh, no. no. Okay. It's it's kind of like I'm trying to think. It's obviously a parody of some superhero. I I don't know who the real superhero is. <laughs> I think it's like Sandman or like some any superhero that who's who's like quote unquote power is the fact that they are this hive of something very small. Sand, ants, beans, uh, and they 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 take the shape of of something human, anthropomorphic. Right. Okay. And and they can just you know sort of shape shift because they're made of beans or whatever. And uh, I imagine that, like this big bean monster, just sort of like lurching and rolling mm. towards you. Ugh, that sounds mm. like something out of Conker's Bad Fur Day. <laughs> I don't know what that I is. Don't, I, I am lost. You guys don't yeah. know Conker's Bad Fur Day? It's, a, it's an N64 game. Oh, it's mm. like a, a cutesy platformer with anthropomorphic animals, but it's incredibly mm. raunchy. Bean horror? No, but there's a shit monster. Okay. That so, sings yeah. opera. So, yeah. Uh, okay. Wow. But, yeah, that's sort of what I mean. Like, this blob this blob creature that can take the shape of a person. Mm. That, but with beans. Mmm. Mmm, beans. I would probably eat it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I wonder probably how scary that would actually be. <laughs> yeah. Are the beans cooked or raw? So, I was thinking Personal. raw. I was thinking, oh, so, well, then maybe when I imagine I the bag of it. beans, I think raw. But when I imagine the monster out of the bag, I think cooked. Yeah. Because it has a to be bunch slimy. Of baked beans. Yeah, the you know? slimy. Yeah, like, yeah, when yeah, you have baked beans. It has to be slimy. slimy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what holds it together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I w- it would be dirty, like it would, because it would be well, rolling yeah. around everywhere. So maybe yeah. I wouldn't want to eat it. You know what? I wouldn't think, be the most. Thing <laughs> you know what? Not. I think it'd be like, like uh, you you have some guac in the fridge and it's been in there for a little while, and you got to scrape off the top layer. Oh. I think that's what it would be with the beans. You, you got to scrape off the the its skin, yeah, because it's all you know, it's like in the dirt. But once you get into the beans inside, it's like, these are perfectly good beans. Yeah. Can't let them go to waste. No, yeah. yeah. I mean, you just like, you got to shove your hand like deep inside <laughs> yeah, yeah. of his like into the bean monster's innards <laughs> and grab like the bean inside innards. beans. Yeah. And those yeah. are like the warm, yeah. untouched, <laughs> yummy beans that you can grab from mm. inside. And then you put those in a kettle. Mm. And then you have a kettle of beans. Right. I think I'll start saying kettle of beans now. <laughs> Just make sure. Don't, man, don't go circle. there. I don't really. It's a whole kettle of beans. <laughs> Ew, that's so gross. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on baked beans? I love baked beans. I am an avid enjoyer of baked beans. I can't eat baked beans. Baked beans are like a lot of foods in that I can't really eat them on their own, like eggs. Yeah. Like I can't just eat a bowl of scrambled eggs or a bowl of baked beans. It has to be with something. Mm-hmm. And I, I like my baked beans with a hot dog. Yeah, at a barbecue. That's, that's pretty good. Okay. Baked beans and hot dog. That that's a tasty combination. Mm-hmm. Maybe some chips, some uh I don't know, some chili. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, you, at that point, you just pour it into the <laughs> into the chili. I feel like that's a heresy. <laughs> Depending uh, on the chili that you. Well, have. yeah, obviously, but uh, for most, I, I I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a big baked bean fan. No. Why not? I don't. I, they're just really sweet, and I don't. That's I don't like the sweet. What I like about them. Wow, yeah, these are yeah. sweet. That's that's I love that about these. Yeah, that's well, what, that's that, what goes through my mind. It's whatever that juice, that gooiness is. Yeah, like, the monster a lot of sugar. Yeah. The ectoplasm. <laughs> yeah, it uh, is just sugar, I think. I don't particularly I just like I want beans, like I'm going for something like savory and rich, you know. Right. Interesting. Like huh. I like I get something sweet and it's like what the hell's that? Mm-hmm. Is, do you know. like ketchup? No, I don't. For the same reason I imagine. Um Oh, well, now it is, but for a yeah. long time it was just because my brother thought they were gross, and he convinced me not to like ketchup. <laughs> mm. But now I actually don't like ketchup. Yeah, I um, I've never tried this famous cowboy meal, but I'd be, I'd be not eager to, but I definitely would. Baked beans and ketchup. Mm. That's mm. that's a very yeah. that's a very you're camping outside in the the Sonoran Desert and. There are scorpions and coyotes howling, mm-hmm. and you're just you're eating your baked beans and ketchup <laughs> at a campfire, you're cleaning cooking your on the can. <laughs> 1873 Colt 45 yeah. single action, mm-hmm. and uh, you're eating your baked beans and ketchup. <laughs> I feel like you're you're bordering on that being a dessert at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't know. You got your beans, which are already sweet, and you're adding ketchup to it. <clears throat> then again, I'm sure back in you know 1870s or 80s, it was. Very different. It was catsup, which is a different condiment. I mean, it's not a different condiment. It's the it's it's ketchup, but I imagine the blends, the balances are a little different. Probably probably doesn't taste exactly like ketchup yeah. today. Good Same point. with the beans. They didn't have the uh, bean monster ectoplasm <laughs> that we do now. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine the ketchup back then would be kind of like chunky. Yeah, yeah. it's chunky probably more ketchup. like tomato sauce. Yeah. than Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll have to we'll have to. Get back to you on that. Yeah. Me and the fellas experimenting with tomatoes and ketchup. That didn't come out the way I wanted it. <laughs> yeah, we should make ketchup. We should. Yeah. Ketchup tasting. You know, uh, special. Mr. Hines is one of the first people to make food that was <laughs> first people to make food. Whoa. <laughs> first people to, first guy to mass produce food that what wasn't like, didn't have like rats blended up into it. <laughs> like, have you ever read The Jungle by Upton Sinclair? I haven't, but I know of it. And so what it's about it's it's yeah that potted chicken. Huh? Do you like some potted chicken, no. sir? Kettle of chicken. Um, <laughs> but it's it's the uh, Mr. Hines. I forget his first name. John, maybe Thomas. Thomas. I w- Hines. I don't know. Anyway, Mr. Thomas Hines of, right. of Hines Ketchup was one of the first people to like. Hey, this is. I'm not going to do this because I don't think it's right. <laughs> and so if I went back in time before The Jungle was written, um, I would only eat Heinz products. I would Probably. I would just eat nothing but Heinz tomato ketchup because, yeah. Mm-hmm. Potted chicken. <laughs> you guys know what potted chicken was? No. Me neither. Oh. But it wasn't chicken. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't chicken? Well, sometimes it was, but you never know what else you were getting Did in there. Did they just yeah. put, like, a bunch of stuff in there and yeah. was like, there's yeah, chicken in there, there's too. Chicken <laughs> in there yeah. You guys know um, Sweeney Todd? Uh, I know of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. I'll, I'll just, oh, <laughs> I don't want to, I mean, obviously, it's like a, what, 250-year-old musical at this mm-hmm. point, but I still don't want to spoil yeah. it. Yeah. I want to watch Sweeney Todd. Lady, her neighbor's cats have disappeared. Lately, all her neighbor's cats have disappeared. Mm. <laughs> Thank you for the clarification. Yeah. <laughs> what a cause. Enterprise. Making pussies into pies. With the price of meat nowadays. You, you, you get it. Meat mm-hmm. pie, cat meat I did meat not pie. hear baking pussies into pie. Cat meat in your pie. That's not what I heard. Feline. But anyway. Tastes like chicken. <laughs> have, you, have you ever had cat before? Uh, I have not, no. Yeah, neither have I. Yeah. But have you guys had alligator? No. I have. That actually does taste like mm-hmm. chicken. It does taste like chicken. It's like a, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's almost like steaky chicken. It's like a steaky chicken, yeah. yes, exactly. That's how mm-hmm. I describe it. Interesting. Imagine snake tastes the same. Yeah. Maybe, very similar, probably. Maybe. I feel like snake would be chubbier. Maybe a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's like all snake. muscle. Mm-hmm. 
snakey. Snake. <laughs> Apparently, snakes' digestive tracts are just like very similar to ours, just really, really long. Just one way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah they are, aren't are snakes just unintestined, kind of like with. with I have meat to imagine and... it's not just because because our intestines are ridiculously long. Right. Yeah. So I have to imagine the snakes are are nonlinear as well. Right. They're, They're sort of curled up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. I'm not a snakeologist. Me neither. Reptologist. Actually, ferrets also have very long digestive tracts. Interesting. And very thin too. They can. Yeah, yeah. They ferrets, can, yeah. ferrets can squeeze into a lot of little little places. Oh no, no. I meant their digestive tract. So if they eat something too big, you have to take them to the vet, oh, and they need okay. to get surgery. Okay. To oh, get really? Well, that yeah. kind of yeah. That it can, I guess it can that be a hazard. Makes sense because they are they can like fold themselves up so thin. They're like a bed bug. They yeah. can just sort of like yeah. flatten or like a cockroach. They're like flatten themselves. Well, and they really they have like, a, they, like they have like a whole, yeah. It, it's just yeah, they're gross. <laughs> what? No. Are we talking? We're talking about ferrets, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of gross. I love ferrets. They're stinky. <laughs> they're yeah, stinky. Yeah, they're, they're stinky. Yeah, well, they're and they poop everywhere. Like they, you can't potty train a ferret. They poop everywhere. No, you can potty train a ferret, but they're funny looking though. They are funny. They're looking. so, so cute. adorable. They're goopy. I love they're, them. They're goopy. They are. Goopy. <laughs> they, yeah, they are goopy. They're a goopy meat thing. They're more. <laughs> are they a liquid or a solid? No, but that's the thing. They're like, a ferret. It's they're like neither. A cat. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, my brother just took in a stray cat. Oh wow, that's the other day. Oh. Um, he found her on the highway. Oh wow! Just middle of a six lane highway. Just this cat Yikes. chilling out there. And the story goes, he put out some water and food for it, and she ran off a little bit. Uh-huh. And he was just like, "All right, I got to get back to work." So he just picked <laughs> her up and put her in his car. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, now we have a, a stray cat Where is hanging it? around. Yeah, really. She's in a very well-ventilated and cooled shed right now. Oh, My dad doesn't like cats. Ah, uh, is so. he allergic? Yes. I see. My dad is. I'm allergic to cats, but I have two of them. <laughs> you have two? Yes. Did you, uh, did the, you always have two? Or the, the one cat that I had that you probably knew about passed away. No! In like, yeah, in like, I think it was like August. Oh, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, but know. we got two kitties in August. Because we were planning on getting another cat. While the one cat was still alive, while mm-hmm. Zoe was still alive, that was her name. Right. Uh, we were planning on getting another kitten, but then when she passed away, we were like, "Well, let's get two kittens." And we got <laughs> sisters, and they're they're adorable. It's really interesting to see actually their personalities like grow. Hmm. It's kind of because it's like when you have small baby animals, like they were so small, they were very newly born when we got them. They were just we couldn't tell them apart because they were sisters. They're sisters, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of had this like the same fur, and they kind of just like mm-hmm. were little cats that did the same thing. <laughs> but now that they're I guess a lot older now. They're like coming. They're coming on about a year, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, they're just personalities have grown a lot, and it's really interesting mm. to see how, because they're related. I don't know. It's like I don't know how close the yeah. related like yeah. two sister cats would be, <laughs> as like as far as like personality or anything like that. Right. But it's just like the one cat Luna is very like very baby in a way, and she uh, just I like see. she she's kind of she's kind of attention needy, right? And then. The other the other cat Willow is uh, very fat. We call her Big Fat <laughs> Sister because <laughs> she eats all of Luna's food, and she's very affectionate, like towards my brother, and like kind of sparing with other people, and she mm. can kind of like be by herself. Interesting. But that's probably because we all call her fat, and she's very offended. <laughs> <laughs> Are poor you uh, sorry? I just said poor Willow. Mm, poor Willow. Yeah. Cats or dogs? Cats. Wow, that was fast. Um, it's complicated. Ooh. I, no, I agree. It is uh, complicated, yeah. yeah. I'm a dog person at heart, but my cat, Bella, is my favorite of all of my pets mm-hmm. because we're homies, and my dog is kind of a jerk. Wow. Mm. And the other dog is really skittish. Mm. Interesting. And really only likes my mom. Hmm. I would say dog. Mm. So we, we kind of have a, a, a pretty even tie here. Yeah, we do. <laughs> That's interesting. The triumvirate. I will say, though, just because I am a dog person doesn't mean I don't like cats. Cats yeah. are no facts. A lot of fun. I found I found it when uh when I, um I've been at college and like meeting a lot of new people. Mm-hmm. I found that there's a lot of people that are like very divided on it too. Yeah, yeah. It's like there I have met people that hate cats. Like yeah. they think cats are evil. No, it's just weird. It's like I mean, yeah, come on, man. It's cats. I love yeah. cats. <laughs> and I mean, I love dogs too, but I'm definitely a cat person. I wouldn't say I'm a dog person. Huh. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'm very much a dog person, and it's funny because. There was a point where I was one of those people who were like, oh, man, I hate cats. They're evil. They're, you know, they're, they're just little goblins. Mm-hmm. 
little mm-hmm. gremlins. And um, but then I I, I met some cats. And it's funny actually. My my what I'll call gateway cats were actually just dogs in cats' bodies. So for example, there was this mm-hmm. one cat I knew. Um, <clears throat> my grandmom's neighbor, old woman kept a kept cats, and uh, Vinny was his name. And he was that's uh, my dog's name. No, really? Yeah, yeah, my dog's name is Vinny. <laughs> so there you go. Um, he's part cat. Yeah, maybe maybe the cat part of of Vinny got into your Vinny, and the dog part of your Vinny got into this Vinny. <laughs> Honestly, I would not be surprised. But Vinny was an interesting cat. He was he was very handsome, and he behaved like a dog. Like he would come when you called. He would like if you put out your hand to sh- like you could teach him shake Yo. and like fetch. Which I guess isn't that weird, but like roll over and sit, like like you could tell him to sit, and he was he was he was a dog. It That's was really crazy. cool. That's awesome. It was really it was it was interesting. Well, I think with that we'll probably have to uh, finish up for today. No. Okay. Oh well, by all means, then. no. <laughs> yeah, never mind. It's a it's a whole kettle of beans. Don't worry about. No, it. Oh, I see. Yeah. 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 Maybe we should uh, leave that bag of beans for later. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed. Check us out on the Instagram and the Twitter if you are not already there at NPICThoughts and NPICThoughts underscore podcast for exclusive nonfiction thoughts updates and things of that nature. Thank you also, Clutch, for coming on. Yeah. It's been a long time coming. Oh, very, man. very happy to have you on. Yeah, the thank curse you. has been lifted. Thank you so much for having me. I am, I'm an avid listener, as I said before. It's, it's really a pleasure and an honor. The pleasure is all ours. Uh, the oh. honor is all ours. Oh, so honorable. Truly a wonderful experience. So thank you again for coming on. Mm-hmm. Can't thank you enough. Hopefully now the audience has some closure as to Yay. who Clutch is. <laughs> Finally. There, <you> go. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> that was him. <laughs> we, have, we have two more that we need to. Jorgen von Strangle, banana expert. And Ryan O'Kirk. And, well. Maybe that one will stand uh, in for a little yeah. while. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can leave that there. That's a whole nother kettle of beans. (laughs) (laughs) Well, have a happy, healthy rest of your day. Be safe, everybody. Toodles.